This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. There used to be lounging in the lounge. Now they're just lounging, lounging in a new lounge. Listen to the soundings coming out their mouths. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a good laugh. It's another episode of Lounging with Kristen and Jack, and uh, wow, you know what I did? What? After your um, a suggestion last week, I am almost completely done with the uh, Playboy Secrets of Playboy documentary series. From A&E. From A&E. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on the episode now where they focus on the bunnies. Okay. So how uh, am I... Halfway You're about there. halfway, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. I didn't know how many. Uh, I thought it, I didn't realize it was an episodic documentary. Yes. I thought it was like, you know. One hour, thing. One thing. No, but, no, no. But it's uh, it's like a series. So have you seen the real disgusting stuff yet? Or are you, Not is yet. that yet to go? It's no. uh, yet to come. They hadn't got there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's I was really gonna, something. Yeah. And, and I was trying to figure out how they're going to get to the really disgusting stuff on, uh, on A&E. I'm watching it on Hulu, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it originally aired on Annie. It's coming. Yeah? Yeah. And, um, wow, he was a creep, wasn't he? Creepy. And it, it is very cultish. And, you you know, you don't think of when I was growing up in the 80s and, and was watching all that Playboy stuff, I never thought to myself, wow, that seemed like a cult. But yeah. looking back on it, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, very creepy. Well, the manse, you know, if you got invited to live in the manse. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, you were somebody's plaything. You were not. That's right. You didn't just get to live there for free. Right. You had to put out. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. It's just very sad. It's gross. And then, you know, in the beginning, they paid the playmates or the, the monthly playmates this. And if you got playmate of the year, you got some extra money. Right. But as time went on, like the 80s came around and then, oh, <clears throat> it was all about. <clears throat> Excuse me, MTV and videos. So then Playboy decided they needed to do videos. Right. Well, those girls didn't really have a contract that ever said anything about videos, and they never got paid extra to do the videos. Yeah. That just became sort of, you know, oh, you still want to be part of this? Well, yeah. then you're going to do a video too. Yeah. It was a total take advantage at oh, every level. At every level. Yeah. And then there was grossness. Right. And I didn't realize until I saw this documentary, boy, did he have a type. Yes, he did. Yes. Yes, he you did. You know, long blonde hair, big boobs, and nose jobs, and all sorts of plastic surgery Oh, he had him getting all plastic oh, surgery. Oh, my God. Yep. And how did the couple of brunettes get in there that- uh, Well, it was uh, weird, because Barbie Benton Barbie was- Barbie Benton was not a blonde. Was not. Yeah. But she was teeny tiny with big boobs, though. Yep. So, the, the body type was there. Yeah. And I don't know whatever happened to him and Barbie Benton, but they were a thing mm-hmm. for a number of years, and then- psh, I just remember the one comment, I can't remember who made it, uh, uh, that I've seen so far. She said, Hugh Hefner died just weeks before the Me Too thing hit. Otherwise, he would have been oh, God. exposed at, the, to- been at done. the top of the list. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been done. And he was hanging out with all the other Oh, yeah. Gross. Yeah. The Bill Cosby's and the Jeffrey Epstein's. and Roman the, uh, Polanski and oh, all yeah. those, like, yeah. you know was gross yeah what was going on there was disgusting and you know it's um 
And they talk about all those Playboy Mansion parties, and they have videos from, you know, back in the day, and like Dick Van Patten, and like all these people mm-hmm. that you knew. Captain Steubing may have been there. Well, I don't know. I'm not saying. Don't you don't know for sure. Bus. But I mean, there yeah, were sure. specific people that were there all the time. Mm. And... It wasn't just a party. <laughs> well, they weren't just there because they were Hef's friends. They no. were there because they were Hef's friends, and he made sure they were taken care of. They were of. all taken care of. Yeah. It that's, was, that's disgusting, really. When, when you see it presented from the girl's perspective now looking back, yeah. they will admit, I was caught up in it. I was all about it. And then, you know, as I look back and as I started to realize this was a cult gross yeah <clears throat> yeah i got a little i got the creepers did watching you just that. then yeah oh, oh it gets worse and i'm not done I'll no you're not it. done yeah, yeah. where do you get to the you get to the last few mm. uh we have some rips we do yes i saw them on your show prep list oh my goodness jeff beck uh 78 and he had um was it a uh meningitis bacterial he meningitis bacterial meningitis and yep. that was uh he had not been sick for a no. long time ago or anything like that. It was just, wow. Yeah. And what a guitar player and what a, I mean, what a legend in the industry. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> he played with the best of the best of the best. And again, I'm sitting there and I get the text from a friend that Jeff Beck died. And I thought, he's been, no, that was Jeff Healy. Wrong, wrong See, guy. A lot, well, there's a lot of Jeff guitar players. Sure. Decided. Sure. And uh, it's hard to keep up with them. But, well, uh, rest in peace, Jeff greats. Beck. Yeah. Um, also, rest in peace, Adam Rich. Now, did you know who that was when I had it on the list? Uh, only because I had seen... Yeah, you saw the uh, article. I saw an article about it uh, from Eight is Enough. Yes. He was Nicholas Bradford, the youngest of the Bradfords. Yeah. What happened with him? They have not said. He was only like 53 or 54. I to say he couldn't he, be... He wasn't, yeah. He wasn't... Uh, I, I remember the name, and I can... Uh, I remember he was a cute little blonde-haired kid. With a bowl haircut. Bowl haircut. Mm-hmm. On Eight is Enough. Yep. With, uh, who was the guy? You just mentioned him. Dick Van Patten. Dick Van Patten. And uh, Betty... Uh, what was the mom? Oh, I can see her face. Yeah. Yep. Betty... Betty Boop. But not Betty Boop. <laughs> not. <was> Betty Boop. <laughs> was not. Hey, speaking of Jeffs, you mentioned there are a lot of Jeffs in uh, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I went to see uh, Jeff Tate perform at the Neighborhood Theater here in Charlotte. Queensryche. Jeff Tate's Big Rock Show. Mm-hmm. Good God. Now, where was it? Neighborhood, uh, neighborhood Theater. Theater. You told me that, yes. Man, he was good. I saw some photos posted on the socials. He was you good. You yeah. were... Uh, Having an awesome time. I did, and I paid for it all day yesterday. Did you? Thank you. Yeah. Yes, we record on Thursdays. Yesterday, I would not have been able. No. It's a good thing we <sighs> we actually talked about doing it on Wednesday because I thought I had a conflict today. It turns out everything worked out well. Thank God for everyone involved yeah. because yeah. <laughs> uh, yesterday I was a hurting. Here's what I don't do anymore. This will surprise people that have known me for a long time. Mm. I don't drink a lot anymore. I used to go out and keep up with the best of them. Sure. I led the pack. A glass of wine here and again and a clobberton maybe, but a Tuesday night. I mean, uh, I think I'm still hurting, to be honest with you. mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a crown and diet kind of a night. Oh, was it open bar at the neighborhood? No, it was not open bar. (laughs) No. It was a cash bar. It was, and uh, I paid dearly for my drinks. And uh, and I and I thought the last one should be a double, because why not? And then afterward, you go next door to the bar there, and you have some more drinks. Was that the uh, what was it called? What's it called? Sanctuary. 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 
Yeah, here's what Christians should not do. Any of that. Any of that. Don't do that again. Don't ever. <laughs> why do you think you can drink? You and yeah, you can't. You can't. I can't do it. You're the double nipples now. So I am. you can't do that. Well, I think if I drank every day, like if I actually put some effort into mm-hmm. retraining myself. See, I'm in shape. You are. I keep myself in drinking You're shape. You're in good drinking shape, but yeah. I am not. And therefore, it hurts me. Yeah. Badly. Did we talk about dry January? We did, right? You did, yeah. Remember, uh, Tito's got all those right. extra ideas for your uh, vodka in the month of January? Dry January, dry Chablis, dry Merlot. You're not doing it. Uh, dry Sauvignon Blanc. All those things are dry. I don't think that's I what I thought they mean, about it. I did think about I know it you did. seriously, and then I thought, you know, I really enjoy having that one cocktail when I get home yeah. as a reward for my tedious day. Yes. And I'm thinking, whoo, you really gave them, you gave it your all today, sir. You deserve. You deserve a little cocktail. Uh-huh. And, and or that's 12. How, and that's how, no, no, just, just the one. Just one. Yeah. See, my grandma and grandpa, back in the day, grandma and grandpa Mitchelly now. Yeah. Uh, I don't want any of my friends and family to get confused, but grandma and grandpa Mitchelly, well, and also the collopies, I have to say. So both sides, they had... Those wacky collopies. I've worried about them for years. They had cocktail hour. Yeah. Period. A lot of people have cocktail hour. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five o'clock. Five o'clock. Mm-hmm. On the daggum nose. Yep. Five o'clock. And you would have two before dinner. Right. Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and possibly some snick snacks, as Grandma called them. Snick snacks. Now, snick snacks were typically... Uh, liverwurst with triscuits, mm-hmm. maybe some ruffles with some French onion, Dean's French French right. onion dip, those kinds of things. That's Her what Highness would call that soaky bread. Well, sure. You know, snick snacks. Yeah, little so something, get something, something in your stomach sure. so it soaks up the alcohol. Sure. Soaky bread. And you would have two, either Manhattans or martinis. Yeah. Two. That's it. No mas. No more, no less. Yeah. Two. Uh, the Calipi side enjoyed their martinis. Mm. Two. Now. My grandfather on my mom's side, though, <laughs> would keep refilling his. Ad nauseum. Well, he'd say it had gotten warm. I just put a little cold in there. Yeah, put some cold in there. Well, yeah. well, <laughs> you put cold in there eight times and now you're at, uh, how many drinks did you have? <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was two. It was maybe more like five. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, he just had to freshen it up, he'd right. say. Just yeah. got to freshen it up. Mm-hmm. And you know, honestly, so maybe if I did that every day, yeah, I would have the scrimp. You would be, yeah, your scrimp would be <laughs> my alcohol scrimp. Yeah, alcohol scrimp. <laughs> it's gone by the wayside. <laughs> uh, I have to blame COVID though for that whole afternoon. Hey, let's have a of a, a cocktail because when you weren't leaving the house for months and months to do anything during COVID, don't have to drive anywhere. What else were you going to do? Might as well have a cocktail. You know, Matlock's on. Let's have a cocktail. There, five, five o'clock on TBS. Sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah. So I think that's where some of that came from. But you know, it's like I've worked hard today. I deserve it. Just one was, little it just was relaxing their thing. cocktail. And I thought, you know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> the working man. Thank you for a good day. And do I need to? Should this I train? Cocktails should for I you? get back in shape? Well, if you're going, if you're going to play with Jeff Tate and people like that, I understand. You do have to train. I do have to be, train. You have to be in shape. Yeah. Well, I'll put that on my list of things to start mm-hmm. doing again. Kristen, start drinking more. Okay. Uh, but the <laughs> Jeff Tate show was good. And and then, you know, it's the same old story. I say this every time I go to a, a rock show of somebody from years past. 
Well, you saw the picture that I posted mm-hmm. on social media of Jeff mm-hmm. Tate. You would yeah. have never guessed that's him. You could have walked past him in the parking I lot. I thought it was Bill Tate, a guy that I went to college you with. You would yeah. never have known. Never known it was Jeff Tate. Uh-uh. Yeah. Bald, uh, thick around the middle. Yeah. Uh, but can still sing now. Can still sing. He can wail. He can still do it. Um, but not, anyway. Not everybody, by the way, who sang in the 80s. Can still sing. Can still sing no. at, at that level. Vince so Neil, give, give him prime credit. example. Yeah, sure. Can't do it. Can barely. Uh, David Lee Roth, horrifying. Right. Jeff Tate can still sing. Right. And did all the Queensrÿche things, mm-hmm. all the songs, Silent Lucidity, mm-hmm. Empire, Another Rainy Night, all oh, the yeah. things. Jet wow. City Woman. What was the crowd like? Was it sold out? It was packed. I mean, I don't know that it was technically it sold, sold out, out, but it was. But good, it was packed. Good crowd. On and a, uh, on a Tuesday night, that's good. That on a Tuesday night. Well of Charlotte's uh, music scene. Absolutely. You know what I'm Absolutely. Yeah. And so there we are and we're all rocking out and I'm I'm I always look around the room, you know, I'm thinking, wonder if I know anybody here. Oh, I don't recognize a soul. Here's why. Uh, I haven't seen any of these people in 25, 30 years. They all look different. Right. So I'll, there were a lot of people there that I knew as it turned out. Uh, and I but it's one of those things where you look around the room and go, who the fuck are all these old people? I do this every time I go to a concert. And, and the, the the truth is, they are me. It's us. It's us. It is we. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? It's us. Yep. Um, my daughter, let's go ahead and delve into this. If you wish. Took a liking to the guitar player. What a shock. <laughs> she is my daughter. I am stunned by this news. <laughs> stunned. <laughs> I'm verklempt. So, of course, his band is all young youngsters. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this guy had on a leather vest and leather pants. Of course he did. Why course wouldn't he? he? Did. Sure. Why wouldn't he? Uh, all tattooed up, tatted up. Yes. And I said to Savannah at one point, she said, he is hot. And I said, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> and uh, and uh, keep in mind, she's the youngest female in the room. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And uh, And she's only there because of you. Probably wouldn't have known to come if not for you, right? She knew a couple of Queensryche songs. She yeah. likes uh, 80s and 90s music. That's gotcha. her That's her well, thing. That's her jam. Uh, but she said she'd go because she didn't want me to go all alone. Mm-hmm. And um, see anywho, uh, she's, she wants to get closer to the guitar player. You know, you got to get up front. So I, I go up there with her because don't nobody touch my daughter. I'll have to kill you. You know, these old men. Did you put up Don't uh, touch her. stanchions around her? No, but I, I was around her. Dress right. me. Yeah. Eyeballs. Watch. I'm watching you. I'm watching you, buddy. Don't touch her. Uh, sure, she's 23 and can most likely fend for herself. Sure. That's not the point. No, it's not. Young Shaniqua will always need her mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought, sure, we'll go up closer to the front. Well, of course he saw her. She's the youngest girl in the room. Mm-hmm. And he's young. Mm-hmm. He ain't going for none of these old me. He didn't want me. Right. <clears throat> which hurts my heart a little bit because right. back in the day that that was always me <laughs> i have had to pass the torch now to my young child those of you who know Kristen just know how hilariously funny all of this is it's, keep going continue uh-huh, please. uh-huh and so uh so anywho uh, she gets up front and after the show they had to leave they had a show in florida uh the next night Oh my God. So they didn't stay. There was no signing autograph. No, there nothing. was no hanging around. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. We got to go to Florida. Right. So she messages him. She DMs him on Instagram. He immediately responds. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Mm-hmm. I saw you. I saw you, love. Is he British? Beautiful. No, he's, oh, he's uh, Irish. Irish. That's right. He's Irish. Irish. Yes. But what was funny was at one point during the show, and we're kind of up close. Not, not you know. Mm-hmm. 
because I got you saw the photos I took. I did. Uh, there it was, and uh, so he had. I thought he had with his leather vest and no shirt. I thought he had a tie on. Just a tie, no shirt, but a tie. Well, yeah. That could be a thing. Could be a I, rock I've and seen, roll thing. I've seen people do that, you know, as a rock thing. And sure. I said to young Savannah, I said, Shaniqua, I apologize. Uh, I said, <laughs> is that a lighthouse on his tie? And she said, Mom, that's a tattoo of a lighthouse. I said, oh, fine. Well, it looks like it, it did look like a now, tie. Was it a tattoo of a lighthouse on a tattoo of a tie? No. It was just the lighthouse. Just the, the lighthouse, lighthouse but it, it, there was other stuff around it, but it looked like the Hilton Head lighthouse. Right. So I was curious. Yeah. Uh, is that where that? Probably not. It's probably some something over there across now, the pond. Now, what, what lighthouse was it really? I don't know. I didn't ask him. because ask, ask your daughter. She'll know. She'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're communicating. She hasn't figured it out now. She soon will. <laughs> anyway, they were staying in Orangeburg for the night, and mm-hmm. did we want to come down there? And I said, absolutely not. No one at this hour in our condition is driving anywhere. No, we're not going to Orangeburg to meet up with Queensryche. That's not happening. No, no, No. absolutely not. A different, a different response than maybe years ago you would have given. My own response would have been, I'm sure, at 23, very different. (laughs) Yeah, I'd have already been in the car. Going, how how long is it going to take? I don't have GPS. Two and a half hours. Tell me which exit. One forty-five. Where is or the Ramada Inn in Orangeburg? I'll I know right where there. all the inns are in Orangeburg because that's halfway between here and Hilton Head. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the answer was no. Anyway, uh, interesting how things turn about, isn't it? Isn't it? Hmm. Some would call that karma. <laughs> I know my father would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh Lord. Anyway. Uh, I have watched some television as well, and uh, there's a new show on uh, NBC. I don't mm-hmm. know if you and Her Highness watched it. Jamie Foxx, executive producer and creator. It's called Alert. Alert? It's about missing persons. Oh, I saw the trailer for that, Did but you? I didn't realize Jamie Foxx had anything to do That's with it. That's his show. He created it and executive produces, and Scott Kahn, yes. James Kahn's son, is the lead. Right. It's a pretty good show. I... um. I'll have to check that out. I found also a good show called Will Trent. I, I've seen that. That's isn't good. Isn't that good? I like that. I thought that was really good. It, I, two episodes already have aired, and I've seen both of them. He's he's a quirky detective, that Will Trent. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminds me of, uh, like, Monk. Monk. He's a little bit he's monkish. He's a little bit monkish. Yeah. He's not, he's different than everybody yeah. else. Yeah. But Will Trent, that's on NBC. Is that an NBC show? Um... I think it's ABC. Is that ABC? Yeah. Um, But as I'm watching these shows, I'm seeing commercials for new shows coming down the pike, i.e. Night Court. New shows slash old shows? Night Court is returning January 17th. John Larroquette is back. No kidding. And by the way- I love him. You guys look a lot alike. No. Oh, yeah. I I have to Google him. Oh, yeah. He could be your doppelganger. I'm going to do it right now. John Larroquette- now, you're talking about uh, John Larroquette. Um, of, he was on the original Night Court. I know, but you're talking about currently we look alike. Currently not, you look not alike. Not from back in the day. No, currently okay. you look alike, though. Okay, mm-hmm. let me see. I loved his uh, stuff on, um, what channel was it? But it was um, where he played the uh, attorney, uh, McBride. McBride. Played McBride. I don't know about I'm that. I'm looking at him, and I am not seeing it. Oh, you're there. Trust me. 
Um, Michael said it too. He saw the commercial one. Is that Jack? I said yes. Jack's hey, on night court. He has no facial hair. He did in the uh, commercial that I saw. Oh, okay. Well, maybe if uh, if I saw him with facial hair, I might. Now the judge, you know, was played by uh, Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson, who's rest in peace. He's yeah. passed away. Mm-hmm. So the new judge on Marky, night court. Marky Post just passed away too, also from night court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new judge on this redo of Night Court mm-hmm. is the one of the girls that was on Big Bang Theory. She was married to the guy who went up in space with the big nose. And she talked like this. And oh, she was- you're talking about um, Bernadette. Yes. The character was Bernadette. Right. I don't know her real name. So she is the judge. Oh, wow. And she's funny. Yeah, I like her. And, uh, but she, and she doesn't talk like this in this show. No, so that, that was, was a put on. That, that was, was an affectation. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so she's the judge. So that's January 17th. I'm looking forward to it only because I really loved Night Court. God, that was a good show. Mm-hmm. What channel is it going to be on? I think NBC. Oh, okay. All right. And then I saw another show is coming back. Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. Get on the ground. Magnum P.I. Yeah. Now, I'm sorry. There are some shows maybe you can redo. Hmm. Uh, I like Quantum Leap is back on. Yeah. I haven't watched it. I haven't seen it yet. And I I had it on my list. I wanted to check out. I just hadn't gotten to it. Um, But Magnum P.I., it's weird to watch the trailer. And I keep thinking, well, who's the guy? Who's who's Magnum? Who's Mm. the guy? Who would it it be? Is it an unknown? I I guess it's an unknown because I didn't recognize anybody in the trailer. And uh, sorry, none of you are Tom Selleck. No. Who left Blue Bloods, by the way? What? Yeah. I Don't you saw, say it. I just saw a thing on it that said... You he, shut he, your mouth is I'm what you'll saying, do. I'm just saying I saw a pop-up yesterday that said, you know, um, Tom Selleck announces departure from Blue Bloods. What? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do without Teddy I Roosevelt? Know. I don't know, but we may have to Google that to see... And by the way, he does look like... The, the, the older he gets with those glasses, he looks just like Teddy Roosevelt. Uh have you not ever noticed that? I haven't. Oh my God! I don't watch Blue Bloods, and what? I know it, I know it's good. It's I just it's one of my favorite cop shows. I love cop shows anyway, but Blue Bloods is a favorite. Oh, Absolute okay. Favorite. All right. And here's if, here's what this this is one of those things that drive me crazy. <clears throat> so it wasn't real. It says Blue Bloods is Tom Selleck leaving? Question mark. And then you, I'm sure you read the story, and it was just clickbait. Oh, thank God. Uh, because I don't think there's any... Don't tell me that. Yeah, there's, I can't. Any, there's no real data here. It's just, it was clickbait. Oh. I fell for it. There okay. we go. There right. we go. I don't want to be without my Tom Selleck now. I get it. I totally get it. Yep. Um, I should watch that because you're not the only person who's really a fan of that. Oh, and I love I, it. I think I would enjoy it. I love I, it so I, much. I love the family aspect of it. Right. It's like everybody, he's like the chief of police, right? He or something is, like that. and his father was the chief of police before And him. all his sons are cops, or most of his sons, right? Yeah, one, let me say, one, two, three, well, yes, all of his, his sons are cops, and his right. daughter is a district attorney. Is there a Wahlberger in the family cast? There is Donnie Wahlberger. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's really good. Yeah. Which I was surprised by when I first started watching the show. I thought, this guy, really? Right, yeah. He's really good. Yeah, Mark is an excellent actor, too. So. And and Donnie adds a little. There's this humor, you know. He's he's a smart so, ass. He's sarcastic. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's fun. And uh, Tom Selleck. Well, he's just Tom Selleck. Uh, but it's good. Bridget Moynihan's in there, and um, it's a good show. Will Estes. Are you talking about Mother of Tom Brady's Child? Yes. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. I may have to watch it. I'll start at the very beginning, though. Because you should, because then you get to know all the things. Uh, yeah. To me, it's the characters. Liking the characters yeah. is what makes it enjoyable. If you yeah. don't like the characters, you don't give a shit. Speaking of Tom Brady, uh, there's a movie coming out this week, which... 80 for Brady. I'm. Why do I want to go see that? I don't because even like of, movies. Because of the cast. The cast is phenomenal. Rita Moreno. Yeah. Sally Field. Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. And Jane Fonda. And they play these 80-year-old women who... Decide to go to the Super Bowl because they, they love Tom in Brady. In 2017. They love Tom was, Brady. When he was still a patriot. And they go without tickets. They don't have tickets. They mm. just decide to go on yeah. this trip. They're like, fuck it. We're not getting any and younger. And apparently, uh, because they're 80, the soundtrack is riddled with 80s music. Love it. That's supposed to enhance. Even uh, better. Yeah, even better. It's a road trip. I I mean, yeah. that's a bunch of fun ladies. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Her Highness is actually going to go see it with her cousin, who's a big Brady fan. Not that she cares, but she's going to go just, you know. I think it looks like it might be a good film. It might be a film worth watching. Speaking of films, I want to see A Man Called Otto with Tom Hanks. That looks good as well. I saw the menu. Ooh. The menu? The menu. Ray Fiennes plays a um, world-renowned chef who invites people to his restaurant on this island. Oh. And that's all Does he I'm start killing say. people? I'm not going to say. Is I'm there just... death? Is it a whodunit? Is it a murder mystery dinner at theater? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's bizarre. But it's very good. It's already on HBO Max for free if you have that. I don't. You can also rent it. I can't afford. It was You could rent it, sure. I could, well, I One guess drink I... the other night at Neighborhood Theater that's true. would allow you to rent a <laughs> that's movie. That's true. Yeah. I got my bar tab and I thought, holy shit, I'm back in the 90s at 106.5 <laughs> The End. <laughs> Uh, I was buying drinks. And, and I don't still have enough. I still don't have enough money to pay the damn thing. No. Um, also, another thing I watched was on uh, CNN. It was a documentary about January 6th. Have you seen this? Um, it's uh, mm-hmm. Insurrection or something. I forget what it's called. But anyway, it's... I saw a part of it, and I've certainly seen it advertised. Um, yeah. Along with that... Um, that thing on Rudy Giuliani, which I saw you listed as well. Yes. Well, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know if it's out yet as of the today we're speaking. And I think it's out this weekend. Giuliani, mm-hmm. it's called Giuliani, What Happened to America's Mayor? It's a series. It's not just, just a one-shot deal. Just like this, deal. the January 6th thing. Yeah, was, and it started Sunday night. First, <clears throat> first night was, oh, was it? this past Sunday. Oh, yeah. I, I got to watch that because I have questions like that. What happened to him? Yeah. What the fuck happened to him? Well, I think when his uh, when his hair um, melted and ran down his face, mm-hmm. I think that was that was the a tipping little, point. A little embarrassing, maybe, and yeah. he seemed to have disappeared a little bit after that. I um, don't know. It was you know he was America's mayor. I mean, there he was nine eleven and doing all. He seemed like he was doing all the right things and mm-hmm. was a good guy. Guess not. And then he just and then he ran off he the deep end. F- he fell in with the wrong crowd. Is that what happened? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so I'm excited to watch yeah. that. Another thing I've been seeing a lot on TV, and I haven't caught a whole bunch of it, is mm. Prince Harry. Oh, he's everywhere. <sighs> yeah. And he's got his book called Spare. Um, and he is letting the royal family fucking have it. He clearly does not care. He does not. And good for him. He does not. He's finally calling bullshit he on is all calling the bullshit on circumstance of, of all that stuff that... Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's the way of life in the UK, and I'm not knocking that. It's just that, well, you know, 
the the royal family costs the British a lot of a money. A lot of money. And what do they really do? They don't rule anymore. They're just kind of, like you say, pomp and circumstance. They're just kind of there. Mm. And uh, apparently what he says, what he has said, mm-hmm. is that uh, they throw stories about each other to the media to throw each other under the bus so that they look like the best one. It's very dog-eat-dog uh, dog kind of mentality there. Within the family? Yeah. What? Like Camilla, he says Camilla, mm-hmm. a.k.a. whore, uh, bucktooth whore. I mean, that's just what I call her. Just now, she she is the wife of... Charles. Charles. Yeah. Oh, she's the queen pot- potentate. What's queen, it called? <laughs> queen consort. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I knew it was something. I knew it, was, it wasn't just queen. It was queen potentate. Queen potentate. <laughs> That is what she will be called. It reminds me of uh, from here on of some sort of uh, um, the Knights of the Sea Lodge Hall, you know, <laughs> when everybody's got their hat on, their big hat, a fun hat, and uh, the Grand Potentate, <laughs> Queen Potentate. That's it. Uh, but he says that she was trying to gain favor with the public because the public hated her, right? You know, because she fucked around with Charles. And, and hurt Diana's feelings. And everybody loved Diana. Right. So she was, he, Harry says she would throw shit stories about the others to, ma- to make herself look better. Right. Now, is any of that true? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know why he'd have a reason to lie. Who cares? I do know that it's been how many years since Diana passed? She died in 97. 25 years. Long time. Yeah, 25 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, the love affair with Diana is, is as strong as ever. Nobody's nobody's leaving her side. No, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. she was treated like shit. Yeah. And he's saying the media was treating his wife like shit, Megan. Mm-hmm. And he said not having it. And he said it was racist in nature as well. Right. And he's like, fuck all that. We'll just leave. Yeah. Well good for him. You I know? mean, you good know. for him. Yeah. Uh you gotta take up for your you know, your Your spouse. Your your spousal unit. The mother of his children's. Your other half, your better half, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Good for him. And then uh, um, he and William got in a fist fight? Apparently. They've come to fisticuffs. Is fisticuffs. that what they call it over there? Fisticuffs. <laughs> Only allowed by the potentate. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but that's just very bizarre. Uh, well. I mean, brothers fighting is not bizarre. William toes the line. Yeah. And Harry does not. No. And that caused some friction. Harry is a, a rebel, apparently without a country. He's now he's uh, well. We're yeah, his country now. We're his country. Sure, come mm-hmm. on over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw a story as I was scrolling about looking for the uh, information about uh, Harry's book, which I don't know if it's still pre-ordering spare or if you can actually buy it now because mm-hmm. he's been doing a lot of media about it. But I came across a random story and I thought Jack will like this one. Okay. Uh. Dateline NBC Bay Area News. Um, man arrested for urinating on elderly woman on New York New Delhi flight. Now, um, now I this man he's lost his job. He worked for Wells Fargo in New Delhi, mm-hmm. and uh, so for some reason he says he was really drunk. He was out of control. Yeah, we think that's obvious there. Well. Um, but he peed Shankar, on, he pe- <laughs> Shankar Mishra. He urinated on the elderly woman next to him. 
on purpose. <laughs> Can you imagine being on a flight and somebody peed on you? I. No, I couldn't. Not yourself. I had to think for you a second. Yourself, I peed myself sure, many times sure. on a flight. Sure. But don't um, do it to the elderly lady next to you. That's crazy. What does she have to do with it? And well, he did, he can't even explain it. He doesn't even Sugata, know. Sugata, not happy at all. Not. With being pissed on by Mishara. Right. Yeah. Had it with him. Shankar. But Shankar apparently the airline did not handle it well either. How do you handle it? Well, first of all, he should have been first, arrested immediately. First of all, you mop up the old lady. First of all. I mean, that's what I would do. <laughs> first and foremost, I would, get I would, some towels. I would get some paper towels and, and daub, <laughs> daub her dry Gently. Of, the, of the urine. Sure. Get the urine off of it. You got to do that. And then. Maybe some soda water. Sure. Seltzer of some kind. Then I would give her the free chicken dinner. Mm. Just to smooth things over. Marsala? Chicken marsala? Uh, but yes. With uh, with this salad, no dressing. Right. And that little cookie they give you. <laughs> Try to calm her down while I get the other guy and take him to the bathroom. He clearly. He's has, a mess. He, he needs to go to the bathroom anyway. Yeah. Just just to put some space between him and the lady he just pissed on. <laughs> Who handles that? Is that a stewardess duty? Yeah. Or an air marshal? Who takes care of that? I Probably don't know. a stewardess, unless there's an air marshal on board, which apparently there was not. Uh, no police met him at the gate. The crew didn't do anything to to let the gate know, hey, we've got this guy peed on a lady. It's a whole thing. Attention, we've got a pisser <laughs> on the flight. Pisser on this flight. Please stand by at the gate. <laughs> I, I know it wasn't funny for the poor it lady. Wasn't, it wasn't. And but I wouldn't God, have seen his penis and, and all that. I don't, I don't know if I've ever been so drunk. I thought to myself, I got piss. And I don't like her. There's an old lady sitting next to me. I'll just do it on her. Who thinks like that? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Even I don't. Uh, so anyway, he wasn't arrested immediately after the flight because the airline did not handle it properly. Wow. And so the lady got all kinds of pissed and said, why is this not being handled? Anyway, he ended up uh, being arrested and he did do some jail time, I think like two weeks or something in the... In the can uh, over there in New Delhi. And Wells Fargo found out about it and fired him immediately. Uh, as they should have. Well, yeah, I mean. Could they have, only better, could they have gone back in time? Yeah. And fired him before. Sooner. Right? Fired him sooner. Earlier, that would have been great. Rather yeah. than yeah. later. Yeah. Um, God. But anyway, he can't even explain himself. That's, that's, that's how drunk he was. Now, here's the thing. I've seen them say to people... Like at the gate, like you'll see somebody who's had too many drinks and they're like, I cannot let you on this flight. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And if I do, don't piss on that woman right there. No, but have you ever seen them tell somebody that you've had too much to drink, you're not getting on this flight? I've never seen that. I've seen it. Personally, but I know it happens. Yeah. And they get all kinds of pissed and they're like, oh, I got to get to it. And they're like, well, you should have thought of that before you had 28 drinks. You're yeah. not getting on this flight because it's a, it's an encapsulated, there's a small area and if you start getting out of hand or vomiting or who knows what you're going to do. You're in a thin metal tube. You're up at 33,000 feet and can't nobody do anything about it. So yeah. they just, they try to prevent it. So airlines, this is a little tip for those of you that like to go to the bar first. Yeah, be careful. Careful how many you have because they might tell you, you ain't getting on this flight. You can this get on the next one. This is why Her Highness is right. Get soaky bread. You got to get the soaky bread. Get some garlic knots. Yeah. Have them, you know, set something to nibble on so that you're not yep. pouring a... Uh, uh, several drinks into an empty stomach, and that's, then it goes straight to you. See? That's when you get in trouble. Yeah, you can't that's, do it. 
That's when I've gotten in trouble. So I'm assuming this guy mm. probably had a drink or 12 before he got on the plane. Sure. And God knows how many he was served on the plane, you know? And uh, Now, at what point in the flight did this occur? I don't know. I, I don't know if it was like halfway, like over the, you know, over the Atlantic. Is that where we're at? And she yeah. got peed on. Now right. she's got to sit in it for another seven hours. I don't sure. know. You know, water makes some people pee. It does. But then you get up and use the restroom. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. Typically. And usually the water has to be running. The sound of the water is what makes you pee. You have to have water running to pee? No, I'm just saying some people, uh, the sound of running water makes... You ever never heard of somebody going to the bathroom and they turn on the water? So yes, I know people that pee. like actually have to do that. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if you yeah. was one of them. No, I don't know. I'm not. You're not. No, I can, I can pee at a moment's notice. Can you? Yeah. Uh, the other big story from this week, and I don't know if you guys, uh, if you talked about it on the radio, but you know, Rolling Stone put out a list of the 200 best singers of all time. Of all time. I did see this. Yeah. And the only reason that I even knew they did it is because Celine Dion fans got all kinds of pissed off. She didn't even make the list. Well, she didn't, but... Have they fixed it? But Rosalia did. Well, this is it's crazy, because I just skipped over to the top 40, for example. Oh, I see. You went straight to number 40. Just just to see who was on their list. And I disagree with a bajillion of these. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, number 40 was Aaliyah. Get the fuck out of here. You're saying Celine Dion doesn't even make the top. And I'm not a Celine Dion like fan or anything, but she can sing she her can ass sing off. She can sing her ass off. Now, yeah. come on. Uh, Aaliyah is a better singer than Celine Dion? Stop it. I don't think so. Billie Eilish was number 198, by the way. Okay. That's fine. Uh, Louis Armstrong, number 39. Curtis Mayfield, number 38. Van Morrison, number 37. 36, here's one. Mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain. Best singer of all time? I don't think so, no. Who, on what crack? Uh, who's, somebody's doing meth. This is ridiculous. Well. 35, Dusty Springfield, okay. Yeah. 34 was Tom York from Radiohead. Now, I loves me some Radiohead, but is he the, the 34th best singer of all time? Yeah, or is he. Of all time? To me, if you're with the band and you're, you know, surrounded by music your singing talent sometimes doesn't really shine as much as the whole band does right but if you're celine dion you should be up there yeah you know you're singing your ass off and you're you're front and center right you are a singer that's all you do did um david bowie number 32 sorry Mm. he's quite an entertainer and a front man did josh groban make the top list he's not in the top 40 Luther Vandross, number 31. Hang on. Hank Williams, number 30. Okay. Vocalist? Singer? Number 29, Shaka Khan. I'll accept that. 28, Mahalia Jackson. Okay. So a lot of this in the, um, uh, it's very subjective. Well, I, Your I, list is going to be different from mine well, for different reasons. I understand that, but I wouldn't even put Kurt Cobain wouldn't even be in, the, in a list of singers. For me, he's not a singer. Yeah, not. Did you ever consider him to be like a singer? Like that's no. Doesn't mean make sense to me. No. Uh, Dolly Parton, number twenty-seven. Okay. Okay. Paul McCartney, number twenty-six. I argue. Oh, I think he's an awesome singer. You do? Yeah. I My just God. think he's really average. All that Beatles shit. I understand, but it's just it was the band more so than the singer. 
Well, I don't know. Some you of those he was harmonies. A vocalist? That okay. one that one I would agree with. But uh, twenty five, Mary J. Blige. Twenty four, George Jones. All right. Okay. Twenty three, Smokey Robinson. There you go. There's somebody. Number twenty two, Adele. Uh, I agree. Nina yeah. Simone, twenty one. Hang on. Marvin Gaye, twenty. Okie dokie. Frank Sinatra, nineteen. See now we're getting to now, now, now we're getting into some actual singers, People right? People you consider to be These singers. are vocalists. Number yeah. 17, Elvis Presley. He could sing. Yeah. He really could. There's no question about that. Number 16, Prince. Now, I, yeah, I loves me some Prince. But is he the 16th best singer of all time? No, I wouldn't think so. Hold it. Hang on. Bob Dylan, number 15. Stop it right now. Stop it. Well. Stop it. His singing was his poetry. You know what I'm saying? He's a songwriter, but he's not a great singer. Not a he's great, a horrible singer. He's not singer. a great singer, but he he had great lyrics. So I how can, is he up higher than Shaka Khan? Like that or Adele? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. I don't, that don't make any damn sense. Freddie Mercury, number fourteen. Okay. I'll give him that. Okay. Now Freddie could sing. Patsy mm. Cline, number thirteen. Mm-hmm. Acceptable. John Lennon, number twelve. You're saying to me? Let me get this straight. John Lennon could sing better. Than Patsy Cline? According to that Or list. Adele? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Rolling Stone, I got issues. Number 11, Little Richard. Here's your top 10. Al Green. I'll agree with that. Otis Redding. Could sing mm-hmm. him. He could sing him a song. Number 8, Beyonce. Stop it. Singer? She should be in maybe Singer, the top. Singer, maybe in the top maybe, 100, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put her in the top 10. Number seven, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. I'll give you that. Number six, Ray Charles. Now, he could sing him a damn song. Mm-hmm. Number five, Mariah Carey. That makes sense, right? Number four, Billie Holiday. Fine. Mm-hmm. Three, Sam Cooke. Yeah. Sure. Number two, Whitney Houston. Okay. She ought to be number one. So, who's number one? Wow. Who is number one? Mm-hmm. Uh, Barbara Streisand. No. No. And see, this is uh, this is what I'm saying. You put yeah. Kurt Cobain in the top 40. Barbara Streisand ain't up in there. Celine ain't up in there. That doesn't make any sense. No, it makes no sense. Number one's Aretha Franklin. Okay. That's deserved. I'll give her. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. But you can't put Bob Dylan <laughs> and Kurt Cobain in the who, top 40. Who are these people and what are they basing their... <laughs> their information on well that's the thing that's that's what everybody is uh is is annoyed with um, i was trying to read the very beginning of the article to see if i could figure out um rolling stone the new list was compiled by their staff and key contributors and it encompasses 100 years of pop music okay that's fine mm-hmm. um but it doesn't really say like, where was Johnny Cash? It says, this is the greatest singers list, not the greatest voices list. Okay, I still, I mean... Yeah, I see that. I, I hear you, but I'm still not understanding. You can't put Bob Dylan. Just stop it, Bob Dylan. Don't you have to have a great voice he to c- sing? To sing. I mean, you know, I mean... Uh, w- w- then I why wasn't Johnny Cash in the top 40? I mean, he... Yeah. Well, you know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Well. And where's Getty Lee, for Christ's sake? It's not the first time Rolling Stone magazine has done something that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Is it? Nor will it be the last. No. It's just an odd list. But Celine wasn't even in the top 200. That's crazy. Holy Christ. 
I mean, she's, you know, next to Whitney Houston, I would put her as like the second biggest voice of our lifetime I've ever heard. Right. Right. Uh, and I'd put Barbara Streisand in there too, in that top five of female vocalists sure. who can just belt. belt. It. Yeah. yeah. Where's Bette Midler? She ain't in the top forty. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I don't know if she made and the she's list. She's the wind beneath my wings. Well, I, I was forced to watch Titanic four times the other day, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you something. <clears throat> First of all, don't watch it four times. It's too much. It's too long. That's that's half it a is day. a long. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've told you at the Copper Kettle we have a DVD player, right. and there's always a movie go- going. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the other servers decided that we should have Titanic, and about the third time we were watching it that day because it just kept replaying. Right. We for the uh, for the guests' pleasure mm-hmm. uh, started to reenact certain scenes, like when they're when they're at the top of the ship and he says i'm the king of the world you know and they're hugging each other and they're holding each other's arms out we did that Mm -hmm. for the customers and they enjoyed it (laughs) but you can only hear that song that's dinner theater you know it really is yeah (laughs) you know that um so i started singing along because if i got the closing credits right in that song, it's all through the damn. The song, like, is you know those uh, little pipes, those little Irish sounding pipes. Well, are, sure, it's all through but the, the whole actual fucking... song is the closing credits. Is am it? I, right? I don't know. I, think I just know I heard it a lot and yeah. uh, had to start singing along. Because I remember seeing when I went to see that movie in 1995 or whenever it was. Is that when it was? It was a long time ago. Yeah, seven, six, seven, somewhere. Somewhere in there. In there. Seven, uh, no one would leave the theater. They were so stunned by the spectacle of the movie. We all just sat there because as soon as the credits started rolling, she started singing that song. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Couldn't get up and walk out on that. Nobody could get up and walk out on that. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, we were all stunned. Stunned. We, first of all, many of us crying, upset that Jack had died. Well, then who wouldn't be? I was crushed. Were you? And plus, I had some more popcorn and big orange left, and I wasn't going <laughs> to. You don't get up when you still got uh, some Wasn't going to leave Twizzlers. until that thing was finished. Sure. But, um, yeah. Have you ever, this is one of my one of my favorite parts of going to the movie, because you know I don't like the movies. Uh, I don't like sit still that long. Um, one of my favorite uh, parts about the movie is the popcorn mm-hmm. with that real butter shit. Oh, yeah. Now, you get you a big tub, and you got to tell them, hold up now, because I'm going to take, fill it halfway, because I got to go do my butter, and then I'll come back and let you put the rest of that I in I don't there. do that. I just put, put my melted... Uh, they didn't have. They don't usually have butter. They have that that melty grease stuff. Whatever that is, I yeah, enjoy it. I like it, um, and I just I put a good dose on there. And and I'm not I'm not a good person to share popcorn with. It's not that I don't want to share, but you're not gonna like mine the way I fix it. Oh, I know. And, I have a very specific way. I eat it one kernel at a time. Oh, what? One kernel at a time. That's all it's allowed. Why? Because it lasts longer that way. Oh, that's no fun. Now and I think a I'm a little bit OCD. Shove it in there. And if somebody reaches their whole hand into my popcorn thing and takes, and a takes whole... out a big handful, it's like I look at them going, are you fucking kidding me? See, that's how I would do. You know, it's like, uh, that's why I buy, if I go to the movie. You buy your people, own. I buy my own. I buy, you know, here, you have yours. You have yours. Uh-huh. This is your dance space and this is my dance space. So what you're saying. Please. This is mine. Yeah. Yours. Because I, I, Two different things. I hold it with my arm like I'm protecting it. You should. And I, it's one kernel one. at a time. I don't even know how you do that. 
It's such a delight. I, I want to shove the whole thing in my I mouth. I do it very well. Yeah. I have before, though. Tell me if you've ever done this. Mm. Have you ever said, man, I, I don't want to see a movie, but I sure would love some popcorn? That I have done. Have you ever stopped at the movie theater Got and the watched popcorn, some popcorn and gone home? Gone the hell home. Damn yes, straight. Absolutely. I have had people look at me like I have 10 heads when I say that. That is a very underappreciated thing. Yeah. yeah. They're like, you can't just go in there. I said, yes, you can. See, I... You just tell them, like, hey, I'm not here to see the movie. I just want to get some popcorn to go. Yeah. Oh, and okay. they look at you kind of crazy like, what? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. I just want popcorn. Um, I want one of those little machines at home where I can pop my own because I know that that, that taste is way better than, you know... Yeah, the microwave. I, I love that stuff, but I've gone through it though. I've gone through the all same. the different brands, and it's just—it's not movie it's theater not popcorn. It's not the same, even if it says movie theater butter. It's not, not the, the same, same as whatever know. that stuff is that they put on there, which we know. Well, we know it's, it's not butter, but yeah, I no. like to pretend it is. Yeah. Uh, you know who also used to make really good popcorn, and I might have him do this again. My dad. Yeah. Used to make it right there on the stove. Right. And, of course, there was Jiffy Pop when we were kids. Yeah, with the aluminum thing. Uh, that, that would puff up. Yeah. But that wasn't the thing. It was the real popcorn he would make with real butter. Right. <laughs> and put the lid on it and oh, shake yes. it. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes. That's popcorn. Mm-hmm. Not this shite that I buy at the store. And I and I keep buying them like, oh, look, uh, uh, Pop Secret has a new, well, maybe this will taste more like and it doesn't. But we do it for convenience. We do, because I do love and popcorn. Sure. I do. But uh, there's nothing that beats the movie theater experience for popcorn. See, now when I leave here, I might have to go buy a movie theater and get me some popcorn. So take it home. Or go see 80 for Brady, or what is it called? 80 for Brady. I swear I'm going to see that movie. I don't know why. Go see it, get some popcorn. I might. I bet. And an orange Fanta. I bet, I, I bet if you're fans, uh, you don't even, I don't even think you have to be a fan of Tom Brady to enjoy this movie based on what I've seen. If I you, am not if, a fan of Tom Brady, you so like, that's... If you like Rita Moreno, check. If you like Sally Field, check. Right. If you like Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, check, check. Love. And they're great together. And the music of the 80s. Hello. I, I don't know. I'd have to order me one of them extra big buckets. I think it's worth the price of admission just to see the cast. You know what we should do? You don't have a big day. We'll just leave here and go watch a movie. There you go. Is it out yet? I don't know. I don't think it's out till this weekend, but we should do that. You know, we used to do field trips back in the day. We'd go to the movies. You know, we what we could add to the... I think we took a, uh, an afternoon and went to see... see um, Team uh, America, Team World, Am- Police. World Police. <laughs> Damn straight we did. <laughs> and you know, I was humming that song when Anderson was home for Christmas. Because um, sometimes when people say America... That's the song that gets stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. America, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I started I started to sing it, and then I went, ooh, because, uh, yeah. and, and, and he was singing along. <laughs> and I said, how do you know that song, 12-year-old son of mine? He said, everybody knows that song. And I was like, they do? He's like, uh, we all know it. And I'm like, oh, well, there I was, watching my language. I showed it to somebody, and I can't remember who it was, and- their comment was, I don't get it. And I thought, no, you have to appreciate the little marionettes. Oh, my God. First and foremost. Oh, my God. If you don't appreciate how goofy and creepy that is. Yeah. By itself. All by itself. Before they speak the first filthy word. Yeah. Uh, God my. God, it was a great movie. I may have to go put that on the big screen. You remember when we, who who all went with us? We took a, it was a 106.5 The End field trip. That was 
Uh, I know. I know. Patio Furniture was with us. Me, you, Rich Lange. The uh, Ill Asian Wind. I believe Sheila yeah, was Sheila with was us. There. I can't remember, but it was. God, it was a lot of it us. It was almost a whole row. We went. Yeah. And it, we were ridiculous because we were acting like we, we were, were howling. Seven. Yeah. Oh my God, it was so funny. funny. What we needed to do, uh, if you agree, you need to pick a movie and or something to watch and review. I'll do the same yeah. for, for each week, and we'll hear what you chose to watch, what I chose to watch. Just a brief little, hey, this is worth your time, or no, forget about it. That a would synopsis. Be fun. As much as we love, you know, the theater arts and we movies do. and stuff. We do. Yeah. Loves me a documentary most of all. Yeah. Uh, but murder, My, uh, Michael will say to me, uh, like if football's on, by the way, football is on on Saturday night. That pissed me off. It's going to be on this Saturday night again, too, because well, we're in the playoffs. Okay, fine. I was prepared. I'm, I've, I prepare myself during football season for Thursday, mm-hmm. Sunday, and Monday. Whew. Okay. All right. But Saturday, now you're now you're stepping on my murder toes. Because he, he'll say to me, all right, football game's over. Murder it up. Because he knows that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch Dateline, and I'm going to watch 48 Hours. But see, you like the real murders. That, and I like my cop shows, my Law okay. & Order and my FBI. Get on the ground. I like uh, the mysteries. I like the, there's been a murder, and we've got to solve it, and, you know, it's whatever. I watched another whole docuseries yesterday while I was hungover. Mm-hmm. The Disappearance, hang on, I'm going to tell you the exact, and it was on Oxygen, but it was like a... The disappearance of Kristen oh, Sobriety. No, no, that happened Tuesday uh, night. The right. disappearance of what's her name, Mora? Mora Quinn. No, she was t- Mora Murray. The disappearance of Mora Murray. Documentary. <clears throat> Documentary. Uh, six. Okay, there it was. It was six episodes. Uh, this girl went missing, mm-hmm. and this. A journalism student from UMass, University of Massachusetts, which is where Mora went to school. She left. They don't know why she left school, but she took like a lot of her stuff. Nobody really knows what happened. She left, et cetera. So this journalism student who's now at UMass put together this documentary to try to figure out what the hell happened to this girl. Because nobody could figure it out. The police fucked up. State police fucked up. The FBI wasn't brought in. Like it was a lot of mistakes. Right. So anyway, that was really good. The disappearance of Maura Murray. So okay. if you're looking for something that's that's true crime, mm-hmm. that was a good one. All right. I do enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah, I like uh, <clears throat> when I was growing up. I would have said sci-fi was my biggest favorite genre. Like Star Trek. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, you know, sci-fi. But now, if you ask me, uh, sci-fi is way down the list. You know, it's like uh, thrillers and mysteries and murder mysteries and crime. Heist movies. I love all that stuff. You love a good keeps, heist. Keeps pushing down the uh, the sci-fi category. I still enjoy it, but it's not not my number one thing. But do they even put out any sci-fi stuff anymore? Is there really sci-fi? I mean, I know they have oh, a channel. Yeah, but there's there's some good stuff out there. I've, if you watch Amazon Prime, there's a <clears> couple <throat> of good things. One's called The Night Sky with um, J.K. Simmons. I am unfamiliar. We are farmers. Well, I know oh, who he is, but I don't oh, know the... Oh, the, uh, he and Sissy Spacek. It's good. It's really? called The Night Sky. It's a series. And then there's another one called Outer Range with uh, Josh Brolin, which is excellent. Mm. Excellent. And that's on the what channel? Uh, that's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah, and those are bo- both sci-fi things. 
Okay. You would enjoy them. All right. Yeah. Well, the, the sci-fi is angle is secondary to the great storytelling. If you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. So. What I don't like out. is anything historical. I, I I have not watched one single episode of Yellowstone. Or 1893 or 1923 or that. Well, how many shows are there now? There's three of them, yeah. Well, I don't want to watch that. I've seen a couple of episodes of Yellowstone, and I, and I didn't hate it, but I didn't share the obsession that some people It was like share. a cowboy. I don't, yeah. no, I don't know what it is, but it just does not seem like it's up my alley. Well, your alley is very difficult to be up. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Hey, we I should probably to. take a break. We're we almost will. at a one-hour mark. You Let's want do to? It. You're listening to Lounging with Kristen and Jack. Presented yes. each week on the Queen City Podcast Network. Fresh episodes every Friday. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us five stars, please. We're on Amazon Music. We're on Audible.com and Podvine. Don't go anywhere. You learn how to wash your hands correctly. Come back. We'll have a classic <laughs> Win Jackman stuff. And then we'll wrap it up with our word of the week. Stay with us. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. It's time to win the Jackman stuff. Thank you. No, no, thank you. Sounds a little naughty to me, but I wish you luck. Let it be. Here we go. Five questions will be asked. And what you're hoping is you're smarter than Jack. I think I told you quite enough. Hey! It really isn't all that tough, so how about trying to win? I said win the Jackman stuff. Yay, it's time to play the game today. And on the line is our contestant, all the way from Connecticut, via Huntersville. It's Jess. Jess, how are you? Good, how are you? How long have you been living in the Charlotte area? A couple months. couple months. What brought yeah. you down here? I'm actually uh, training for Olympic trials and swimming. Oh, oh, how about that? Well, who so knew? Have a good team down here. I'm training with uh, Mecklenburg Quad. Good. Mac. Yeah. Mac. Yeah. Right on. Well, good for you, Jess. Thanks. Um, all right. Well, we're going to uh, continue on with our game. We're talking about food all week, so let's put Jack in the soundproof chamber. All right. Good luck to you, Jess. Hang on. There he goes, slowly. <clears throat> Time's a wasting, Jack. All right. There you go. He'll continue to enjoy that band he's been enjoying all week. And we will move on to hey, we're going to talk today about cookies. 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 Okay. Are you ready? All right. Yeah. National right. brands? No, it's just cookies in general. Okay. All right, here we go. Question number one. Who invented the chocolate chip cookie in 1937? Oh, geez, I have no idea. Famous Amos? No, I'm sorry, but a nice guess, though. Mr. Ahoy? You don't get to keep guessing. Mm. All right, number two. Peanut butter cookies were introduced in 1904 at the World's Fair where? Uh, New York? No. Uh, St. Louis, I yes, think. Yes, St. Louis is correct. Sweet. Number three. If you take some of horses' favorite food and combine it with some dancing fried dried fruit from California, what cookies do you make? Oatmeal raisin cookies. That's right. Number four. This kind of bar cookie can be made a bunch of different ways. Fudge, chocolate chunk, double chocolate. As long as there's chocolate involved, you're good. Brownies? Yes, it's actually considered a bar cookie. 
And number five, what cookie shares a name with a movie star from Gilligan's Island? Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps is good. Wow, look you at you. That for me. Look, look, at, <laughs> look at you guys. Four, right? All right. And you get, so you, you got only, a good shot here, Jess. You only missed one. I don't think he'll know number one either, but then again, he may have gone to that was a, high school with her. What? Her? It is. Hmm. Oh. Oh, boy. Just don't say anything. Hmm. Here he comes. I bet I know now. All right, he's out. <clears throat> They got four out of five, little Jackie yeah, Daniel. Pretty good. All right. Just hang on. Let's see how Jack does. He's got to get all five to beat you. All, all about right. the food. Uh, today we're talking about cookies. Okay. Cookies. Are you ready? Sure. Number one. Who invented the chocolate chip cookie in 1937? 1937. Yeah. Who invented it? Yeah. Chocolate chip cookie. You went to high school together? No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> what? Uh, Mr. Keebler. No. No. Number two, peanut butter cookies were introduced in 1904 at the World's Fair uh, in what city? 1904, the World's Fair was in New York. No. Number three, if you take some of horse's favorite food and combine it with some dancing dried fruit from California, what cookies would you come up with? If it did what now? <laughs> so a horse. Horse's favorite food. Horse's favorite food and combine it with some dancing dried fruit from California. What what cookies would you make? I got it. I'm thinking about the raisin, drugs she's done. Sugar raisin cookies? No. And you're even out of time. They didn't even need all the time. That's the most bizarre series of questions I've ever been asked in my life. <laughs> they I didn't find them all perfectly. that bizarre. I got the answer right. They didn't even use all 60 seconds. I think I had a stroke during that. <laughs> Go ahead and give them the other questions. All right, fine. This kind of bar cookie can be made a bunch of different ways. Fudge, chocolate chunk, double chocolate. As long as there's chocolate involved, you're good. A fudge cookie. A brownie. I a brownie know. would be right, but you guessed. All right, fine. Let's review, please. What cookie shares a name with a movie star from Gilligan's Island? Ginger. Ginger cookie. Ginger snap. Okay, ginger snap, snap would be acceptable. Snap ginger. Wow, why is this so hard for you? I don't know. Let's review. You went to the bathroom and something uh. bad happened. Hey, Jess. My brains are missing. <laughs> Jess, you want everything in the package. I just want you to know. Hey, I never win anything on the radio. See, there you well, go. Well, now you've won. And, uh, uh, okay, Ruth Wakefield invented the chocolate chip cookie in 1937. Did they get yeah, that no one? Way. No, that no, okay. that's the no. one they missed. Yeah. All right, thank but God I they missed that. Maybe Betty Crocker when you said her. No, Ruth Wakefield. Remember <laughs> that it'll come up. It comes up in Trivial, Trivial Pursuit because I've had it before. Okay. Uh, peanut butter cookies were introduced in 1904 at the World's Fair in St. Louis. Hello. St. Louis. Yeah, okay. Don't you remember you were there? Yeah. Weren't you operating the uh, Ferris wheel? Yeah. It was one of your yeah. first gigs, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what's next? You missed the horse's favorite food combining with dancing dried fruit from California. It was the oatmeal raisin cookie. Oh. I didn't know horses liked oatmeal. What? what? I always thought they liked oats. sugar. Oats. Horses oh, eat oats. oats. What do you oh, sure. say? Oats. God almighty. I didn't put that together as I should have. <laughs> Brownies and ginger snaps. I guess you technically I would have let you slide with gingerbread men as well. 
if you had said oh, okay. it. But, but you, I've never you said had ginger a snaps. Thurston Howell the third cookie, so I knew it must be ginger. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just the good news is <laughs> the good news is not for Jack. Clearly, there's something wrong. Dementia has set in. But for you, you've got a whole bunch of stuff. So hang on the line, and we'll let you know how to get it. Okay. All right. And good you. luck right, on these yeah. on the whole Olympics. Then. Good luck. We'll so be rooting much. for you. Ah, oh, another classic edition of Win Jackman's Stuff. I don't know if you noticed last week, but we were talking about our Deadpool. Yeah. And our death list. Yeah. And uh, that's what the topic of the classic Win Jackman's Stuff sure. was. Um, and that's tied you, it all together. You went a hunting for it. I went a hunting. Mm-hmm. Hunting and a pecking. Hunting and a pecking. Did you, uh, uh, have I asked you this? Uh, let me just add two things real quick, and then you can do your wow. Word of the week. Okay. Uh, A, have you decided whether we can do some of these live uh, on location? Because I I have a couple people who may be interested in having us do this live. That would be a very interesting uh, experiment to try, you know? Yeah, a lot of podcasters do this. They go out and get an audience. Let me say this. I'm not again it. You're not again it? No. All right. I shall carry on with talks. Yeah, carry on with talks and see what we come up with. Part B, we have to say hello to Amanda Neppington, who called me. Amanda. Amanda Nepp. Uh, what was she, our marketing director? She was, yeah. Uh, back in the day. Back in the day. Annie McCoo, uh, she listens to the showgram faithfully. Yes. And called just to say, you guys sound exactly like you did then, and why aren't you on the radio? And I said, that's a good well, question. Not, I don't know. Our words are not allowed, that's why. These words aren't, no, 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 no. And speaking of words, so hello, Amanda Neppington. Yes, thanks for listening. Speaking of words, mm-hmm. uh, you do have now your wow word uh, of the week. Word of the week. The word of the week, uh, Kristen, is bum fiddler. Uh, <laughs> Let me spell it: b u m space f i d d l e r. More a term than a word, I guess. No, it really is one yeah, word. One you can word. actually even squeeze that together and not uh, do it as two separate. Not, okay, got it. Uh, it means to pollute or spoil something. That's what it really means. That's not how you're going to use it, though. I know no, you. No, I'm, I'm completely going to ruin and spoil something for our listeners right now. When Perfect. I totally just destroy this. And... Bum fiddler. Bum fiddler. I'm a skirt. Gerald had never thought of ass play, Kristen. Never had. <laughs> never thought of it. But when it happened accidentally in the locker room, he was immediately labeled a bum fiddler. Oh, see? There you go. See what I did there? Suck one cock. <laughs> And you're always a cocksucker. And you're always a cocksucker. Well, we should probably close on that note. We probably should. (laughs) As I back away from the things. Roll Uh, slowly out the door. Yes, Lounger with Kristen and Jack presented by the Queen City Podcast Network. Fresh episodes every Friday at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Rate us as high as you possibly can. God knows it helps need. other people to find us. So That's every right. time you give us five stars, it makes it not only does an angel get her wings, <laughs> but we get higher up on the platform and, so other and, people can find us. And we want to get so high on the platform we're tempted to jump. That's our goal. I want a nosebleed. All right. Uh, also, you can find us on uh, <laughs> Amazon Music, <laughs> Audible.com, and Podvine. Until next week at this same time. That's right. Have a great See you. Bye, Sydney. Bye, Sydney. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. dot com.